You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network as we bring you an episode of Lost. Yes, hi, we're back. Remember us? We do these episodes once every couple of weeks because apparently the show is so good that we need to make you wait stretch it out a lot there's like a flashback in between each time we take a break and if you see what Noah and i did in the past or the future who knows maybe there's one of them coming up i don't know uh we are talking about the fourth episode of the fourth season it is called egg town i hope you're not allergic to eggs because we're about to talk about them in a town that joke didn't work as well as I thought it was going to work. Uh, this episode first aired on the 21st of February, 2008. It was written by Elizabeth Sarnoff and Gregory Nations. I wonder if he's related to Randy Nations. And it was directed by Stephen Williams, the esteemed Stephen Williams. And this episode is about Kate. So I'm sure Noah is going to bin it. My name is Ben. And you totally just scooby doo me, right? Ah, <laughs> my name is Nora Roden. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to use that one. That's why I thought I'd steal it. Um, I don't mind this episode. I think it's, I probably won't buy it, but I probably won't bid it. So I probably will rent it. But I also well, appreciate I <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll tune in next week. Normally that happens at the end, Ben. <laughs> I know it's been a few weeks. Um, but I appreciate Kate a lot more than you generally do, so I'll just point that out there. But I find this episode quite interesting just because I, I guess we wanted to know what Kate did. We're going to find out what Kate does. But now we're going to sort of see just what happens to her and all that sort of jazz. So a Kate episode. Noah, how much do you hate it? Well, apart from having the worst title for an episode in Lost history, uh, Eggtown, which I'm reading on Lostpedia, Carlton Cuse says, uh, Eggtown refers to the fact that Locke fixed a couple of eggs for Ben at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> and the episode has a lot to do with Kate's pregnancy, and pregnancy involves eggs. Uh, not a shining moment for a title of the episode, Um I went in expecting to hate it a lot more. Uh, but there was some decent stuff in this episode. It, it was one of those ones around looking at my watch and I'm like, what? 22 minutes left? What? Um, when's the constant on? But, yeah, I was expecting it to be a hard bin, but... Uh, <laughs> There's, there's some decent stuff in there. It's, it's not the worst of the Kate episodes. And I have I had less than fond memories about it, but I enjoyed watching it enough, I think. Um, there's some fine things here, but it's definitely not a shining spot of season four. Well, good to see that you're going to bin it. I'm going to rent it. So we're done. Thanks for listening <laughs> to Eggtown. Uh, next week, we talk about the constant, uh, which, uh, oh, what a shit episode that is. Why God. do we have to talk about that? God damn it. <laughs> Ugh. Um, but... Yeah, all right, well, let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> because... Oh, you move quick. Well, I, what else is there to say? It's an episode about Kate. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, fuck it, you want to get it over and done with because you don't want to be here, basically. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know what I'm what I'm saying. I, I Just to point out, though, coming into this episode, I'm on a record streak of buys, aren't I? Like a one, two, like eight buys, nine buys in a row. I bought The Economist, 
which apparently I wasn't meant to do. Uh, so, eight buys in a row, and it's going to be ruined by... Got short-term memory. Like. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's been like three weeks since we've done these. How was Hong Kong and all those places, Noah? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good. Had some good eggs. Did you? Did you go to a town with them? Uh, well, I narrowly avoided some... This is dating the podcast, but narrowly avoided some trouble in Hong Kong. So. The protests? Uh Thank, thankful I'm here to live the tale of eating eggs. <laughs> you were just thinking like, I've got to survive, got to survive, I've got to talk about Eggtown. Got to do it. <laughs> I have to survive. Yeah. We've got to go back, Kate. We've got to go back to Korea. Um, so Narr- Narrowly avoided. Narrowly avoided. One thing actually that I've uh, just quickly on a, on a lost uh, sidetrack, uh, on Twitter, I've discovered a lost fans, I think it's at lost fans, uh, account and <laughs> they're very frequent tweeters and they actually tweet some good gifts and fun little things and, uh, like birthdays of certain characters and things like that. So yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure it's lost fans at lost fans. Um, <laughs> go follow You're listening at lost fans. Yeah. Uh, get- this is a give and take t- type thing. You could start tweeting some of our episodes. <laughs> I'll, I'll correct myself. Sorry, it's at the Lost Fans. Um, so oh. sorry, <laughs> they're not going to like that. I, I I had to laugh today. They um, tweeted and it's like a picture of um, Locke with the dyna- uh, the the dynamite stuff with Jack. Uh, it's funny. I laughed. And they also tweeted about another podcast, some other lost podcast that is doing interviews and stuff like that. So good for them. It's not like we haven't interviewed people. Come on now, at the lost fans. So <laughs> uh, they actually ran a poll. I'm looking here. They uh, did a what is the best season of Lost poll. And um, it looks as though season one or season five. Hmm. The best. So Interesting. Will we agree? Probably not. So uh, we're on the island, and uh, Locke decides to. Are we not? Are we not doing the flash forwards first oh, anymore? Are we going to do the island first? Are we? <laughs> well, you're the one who's hosting. Well, I'm just reading off Lostpedia, and the island starts first. But all right, we'll do the flash forward then. <laughs> I didn't know Eggtown was the one that would finally break forward. I can't remember how we do this. <laughs> I've done like ten hours of Star Wars podcasts in the last month. All right, my mind's frizzled. I want to talk about sand and coarse and rough and irritating stuff again. Um, Kate's at the courthouse. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, we don't know that yet, but uh, she's she wants to go in the back entrance. It's always good to go in the back entrance every now ben. and then. What? Like. <laughs> I love that before I even said the dirty bit, you straight away applied. And then you said it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows me too well. I just even say the words back into it straight away. Bam. <laughs> I didn't even said it yet. <laughs> it's like the constant. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it about Kate. I was going to imply something else. All right. We all know that Evangeline Lilly is not a person to make jokes about like that. You know, she was naked in no. season three and she didn't like it. So stop making rude jokes about her. Uh, when it comes to Sawyer, it's fine. He likes it in the back entrance. So that's fine. <laughs> You're allowed to imply stuff about men nowadays, just not women. All right. Anyway. Um, oh, God. <laughs> digging yourself a hole, man. You should have stopped it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> There's a moment oh. and you just went too far. <laughs> you should know this by now. You've hosted a few of these in the past. Um, season four. <laughs> season four, Ben. 
<laughs> episode like 700 of the Oz Network, not episode one. <laughs> you also hosted a few Survivor Oz episodes. You never got into trouble on those ones. Um, Don't talk about them. <laughs> what's Survivor Oz? Um, what's happening in this show? Right, so uh, they want to go in the back entrance. <laughs> God, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> They want to go in an, al- they... an alternative way of entering they... the building. Ben. Stop making Do you like alternative ways of entering buildings? That's like double entendre. They want to enter in the different door. Ben. <laughs> I can't get through this. Kate is at court. Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Kate is in the car. (laughs) I can't do it. Uh, It's not even funny. Uh, (laughs) Um, Do you want to host? Um, (laughs) Kate... Would like to go. <laughs> go where? <laughs> to church to absolve her sins. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> the man with what a lawyer think? degree wishes to escort <laughs> the <laughs> into a building of the of the entrance through the back. <laughs> With lots of lubricant, it's not funny. <laughs> this is why the lost fans on Twitter doesn't retweet us. We can't even simply talk about a character <laughs> going into the courtroom. <laughs> going into the courtroom, is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> Can we start on the island? Um... <laughs> Kate puts on a sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) You need to read another poll from the Lost fans to regroup. It's probably like, which entrance do you like to go? (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. I'm just going to read this verbatim, (laughs) word for word, and then we're just going to move on. Flash forward. Kate and her lawyer arrive at a courthouse. (laughs) Kate is hesitant about entering. (laughs) (laughs) And asks if there is a back entrance. (laughs) She's hesitant. Mildly flirting, it seems. Her lawyer tells her that she will go in the front door. <laughs> she doesn't get a choice? With her head held high, Kate then... <laughs> oh. Kate then puts on sunglasses. They enter... <laughs> <laughs> At least she's cool with it. <laughs> she's... She, using protection, they entered through a throng of reporters and protesters with Kate's lawyers refusing to give any comments. Yes. Good. We're in the building. Oh, my God. That was hard. <laughs> she got through the door. <clears throat> um, oh. Basically, Kate is being charged Bye. with 
<laughs> she's been charged with a lot of stuff, and Kate pleads not guilty, which seems to shock the court's audience. Ooh, somebody who committed a crime doesn't think they did it. Um, but the judge then says that she should be remanded in custody, and her lawyer's like, oh, she's not a flight risk, and then the other person is like, the other lawyer, not as a person, um, that, oh, she's the definition of a flight risk. Now, I mean, I guess they've kind of got a point. Like, Kate kind of just does a runner every five seconds. But also, again, the defense lawyer has a kind of a point because she is one of the most recognizable people in the world. Like, what happens there? Like, you know, wait a minute, you can't leave the country. Yeah, but also, so is Charles Manson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although I couldn't tell you what Charles Manson looks like now. Doesn't he have a swastika on his head or something? Isn't he dead? Is he? I think he's still alive. <laughs> No, is he? no, he's still alive. Oh, I don't know. He'll be dead by the time we release this, based on our track record. But um, Charles Manson... Oh, no, he's dead. He died like two years ago. <laughs> oh, it's pretty recent. <laughs> it could have went anyway. Rest in peace. Actually, no, that's, you don't say that. For <laughs> oh, <laughs> rest, no. rest in pain, Charles Manson. <laughs> there we go. Rest amongst Satan's doom, <laughs> Charles Manson. May hell bring you lots of pain. <laughs> Charles Manson, if you believe in that. Forced to watch Eggtown for the rest <laughs> yeah. of eternity. Forced to watch Stranger in a Strange Land and then listen to the <laughs> Oz Network straight afterwards. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kate is uh, going to be in custody for the rest of the trial. And uh, then we see the lawyer basically wanting to uh, make a case about who she is as a person rather than what she's done. Uh, and that they suggest we bring in Kate's son to the court uh, and then Ooh. Kate's like, no, I will not bring uh, him in. So here's a bit of a twist. And I, I guess they try and do this out through the whole episode, don't they? About trying to allude that Kate's pregnant with Sawyer's child and things like that. So, I, I mean, I guess the first time you watch... I, I, I remember watching this for the first time. And again, I'm like, whoa, God, she's had a baby. Like, oh my God, like what's happening? And then I actually, with the big plot twist at the end, I was so confused. I'm like, huh? What? Like, because I don't think it clicked with me. Like, Aaron is who he's meant to be. I think I'm just like, what? She's called a baby Aaron? So what? (laughs) (laughs) Did you also think that they were dead all along? Uh, Yes, I still think that. Don't don't you believe that? Um, But I mean, do you like the way they kind of imply, you know, to kind of throw you you in the wrong direction here, a bit of a red herring the other direction? I don't mind a misdirection if the payoff is fine, and I think the payoff is fine. Uh, the the kind of uh, exchange or the kind of trade off we have here is that we have to have a lot of Claire in this episode. Um, Yay! But I, I think it makes for a good twist, and uh, it's it's worth the build up rather than just randomly have it at the end. So yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I can't remember what I initially thought, but I always thought it was going to be Jack and Kate anyway. Well, speaking of our hero, um, the next time... Finding his way into other people's episodes. Yes, as always. um, We get a nice, clean-shaven, attractive Matthew Fox showing up to court, a place he's quite familiar with, and... uh, (laughs) Oh, Oh, we can't even bag out Matthew Fox now? Like... (laughs) What's happened to you since you've been to Hong Kong? You've discovered Jesus or something? You're bagging out Matthew Fox, but you're saying rest in peace, Charles Manson. 
Admittedly, I went to say that, but then I stopped myself. <laughs> For once. Thank you. All right. Um, you know, stating the facts, Matthew Fox has been to court before. Like, you know. That's true. Just... More than once. He Didn't he get a DUI one time? Probably. I don't know. We don't know where he is. He's probably in jail right now. He's probably with Charles Manson's <laughs> ex-cellmate, for all we know. Just <laughs> chilling. Um, Rest in peace, Matthew. Oh, God, he's died by the time he released this episode. How, how would the world react oh. to Matthew Fox dying? <laughs> it may have happened. It was just, <laughs> well, exactly. just on the local. It was just on, like, Channel 38 in, like, the San Diego Valley or something like that. <laughs> Local man dies and <laughs> <laughs> former actor. Imagine being like so famous at one point that you become so unfamous that like you actually die and no one even knows about it. As just a man. Like somebody finally, one of these lost podcasts, finally goes out of their way, like, oh I'm gonna look up Matthew Fox and then like they just get like his you know, I don't know, sister or something like that. It's like, oh no, he died. He died, dude. <laughs> It will be like a reverse Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. Um, oh. Too soon, he's still alive. <laughs> well, he could have been by the time we record this. Who get, knows? Get, get this episode out. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a fragile old man. He's 91, all right? You know the state of the Survivor know. fandom, the, the respect of the every, all the tribute pose that came out for him, the fact that everyone believed it. You just hear the words, Rudy dead. Oh, well, that's not surprising. Rest in peace, Rudy. <laughs> Like, you don't have to check your facts with Rudy dying. Like, if it was, I don't know, Rupert, you'd be like, oh, that's not true. He's Rupert's not dead. But Rudy's dead. Oh, yeah, that that's true. Oh, you did it too. I'm not saying I did it. I definitely did it. I, I apologise for doing it. I'm a journalist and I didn't check my sources. You know, like, great. Good for me. I love Rudy. But I, I love Rudy's Rudy great. too. Rudy's fantastic. Not in a homosexual way. Um... <laughs> And that's a joke for Survivor people who don't understand it. If you listen, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, if you don't know Survivor, that would have come. Yeah, exactly. Very people who don't know Survivor. Oh my God, Ben, what was that? Whoa! <laughs> I could fucking pass you off on the whole Charles Manson thing, but that homophobic comment. Whoa, no. He said it on Survivor Borneo. It was funny. Um, it's two thousand. You were allowed to say things like that in the year two thousand. Um, so Jack is called as a witness and I love how like her lawyer is like, Oh, I'm sorry for what I'm about to do. <laughs> what sort of lawyer is this? Um, but also what is Jack? Uh, okay. He's there as a character witness, but like, does a jury really listen, excuse me, to a man who she met afterwards? Like, I don't, I can understand how they're a bit skeptical That's of this. Happened. Like, can I go and murder someone and then, like, go in a plane crash and have someone like me? And then, I don't know. Because I'm sure uh, Kate was not world-famous news, but the idea that, well, this is someone that's never met her before and never knew her, it's like, he could have heard about it. Like, there's no way of verifying. Exactly. That he didn't know about her. And, I mean, he's committing perjury with what the stuff he's saying on, st- on the stairs. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Do you swear to tell the truth? I do. <laughs> well, Jack. <laughs> but uh, a head surgeon. And a- Jack does pull it off, though. I mean, just look at those cheekbones and everything. Like you know. But I love that they've got him up there. They ask him like two questions, and then their objection, and then Duncan Forrester, the lawyer, says, "Well, I didn't have any more questions anyway." <laughs> he was up there for thirty seconds. 
Jack does his best work in 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> oh, Ben, no, no, not Jack jokes again. Um, so, yes, he's up on, on the stand as a character witness and basically saying that he never met the uh, the, the marshal, that he died during the plane crash, um, and that, yes, he found out about Kate being, uh, you know, her crimes that were committed because she told him later on, uh, and then... You know, she saved all these people in the plane crash, and you know, I love how like he's like, oh, she treated them with first aid, and it's like, well, you're the doctor. <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> um, and then apparently, did he say he was injured or something? Didn't he? He was knocked out. No, yeah, she stitched him up. True. Well, she she did. That's right. What color thread would you like? Um, but then Kate, apparently, uh, as the woman on trial is allowed to stand up and say, that's enough. <laughs> what? What sort of courtroom is this? <laughs> She's a murderer as well. Like, it's very casual. Like, if this was the other way around, it was like, Jack's like, yes, and I did see you kill those people. That's enough, Jack. That's enough. All right. Everyone listen to the murderer. <laughs> Stop talking, Jack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think she can do this. And then the, uh, the whole big dramatic moment when the uh, the prosecutor is basically like, do you love the defendant? Uh, and then, no, not anymore. And then he's committing perjury again. Like, <laughs> oh, what does that even have to do with anything? Because oh, I guess if he loved her, then he's just saying it to protect her. Um, Jesus. this I want to see drama. I want to see the law- lawyer spin-off of Lost. Uh, <laughs> LA Lost. Lost yeah. SVU. Dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> it's just incompetent. I want to see a lawyer show where the lawyers are incredibly incompetent rather than winning the cases all the time. It does exist. It's called Better Call Soul. Haven't you watched it before? <laughs> I guess so. Have you ever watched Suits? No. Yeah, not many people have, but we apparently started watching it. <laughs> Bring back Suits. <laughs> it's still on. What are you talking about? It's still going <laughs> They're in the last season, they've just well, got a spin-off. Well, take suit off then. One of the one of the characters has just gotten her own spin-off. Since Megan Markle's left, it's still going on. Let's kind of say Megan Markle is annoying. Character, just not very good. Don't like her. Um so anyway, um next up, Kate's mum's back. And um she said that uh she's basically been told for the last uh four years that she's had six months to live. She doesn't want to testify against Kate. Uh, and then she basically says, I won't testify if you let me see my grandson. And uh, Kate doesn't want her anywhere near her child. She's uh, being very protective. Kate is so freaking annoying this episode. Oh, why? What's she done now? Well, it's, I get that her mum screwed her over. Uh, and I, I like that this episode kind of resolves this plot line that we thought probably would never be resolved. <clears throat> But, like, just stop being so stubborn. Her mum's not going to testify. You're off the hook. Like, you, you don't need to have so much pride, Kate. I disagree. You go, Kate. You go, girl. You you stand <laughs> up against your mother. I don't find her annoying this episode. I think... I This is why I think I kind of, like, don't mind this episode, but I don't love this episode, because I kind of... I like seeing Kate on trial. I like sort of seeing this resolution to what she did and sort of... Because, I mean, it's... But it's not as- of course they had to they had to kind of when she was in the flash forward they had to acknowledge it but i think they do a good job of 
we actually get Kate's trial. I think it's kind of, even if it's not executed amazingly, I think it's cool that they did do that. Because, I mean, yeah, like you, you would maybe think that they could easily just slip it away and like, oh, she got rescued, so she's absolved of all her crimes. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like it all. And I, I, I agree with her. I think she should stand up to her mum like that way because her mum kind of was terrible to her. And, you know, you go, Kate. You go, girl. Um, so, anyway, we learn that Kate's mum's not going to end up uh, testifying against her. Uh, and then we get uh, a recess of court and the prosecutor basically offers Kate a deal of four years in prison. Um, and that the jury would never choose jail time for her due to her heroic story and the fact that killing her father was to save her mother from abuse. Uh, and then the um, the next offer is that you will have a deal of time served plus 10 years of basically not leaving the state. She can't leave. And Kate straight away was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Kate's always like, wait, no, you can't accept that. Um, and then Kate's essentially, you know, oh, I'm not going anywhere because I have a son. Now, I just want to point out the bleeding, obviously. I, I, please tell me there's a correction in this somewhere. Kate ends up back on the island. How does she get on that Al Jazeera plane when this is part of what her thing is? Do they explain that? <laughs> Al Jazeera plane? Wow, what is it? No, it's not Al Jazeera, what is it? <laughs> I know they're a big news network. But... They're branching out. <laughs> Haven't you ever flown BBC Airways or CNN One? The Mercury. Little biplane with propellers. Ajira. <laughs> Ajira, Al Jazeera. How did you get on that Al Jazeera plane? Potato, potato. Um, no, but oh, that's fine. Do they ever explain this? <laughs> it's a good question. Oh, you're not going to answer it, are you? We should put it in our questions at the end. <laughs> um, Kate, anyway. I guess they're just a competent airline. <laughs> well, Al Jazeera just, you know, they don't check their sources. Um, so Kate uh, is going to get a... T- uh, can I read this line? Kate leaves the court from a back door and... <laughs> Don't start. Oh, no. Gets in a taxi, and there's old Jack, our hero, is there. Um, and he tells her, I didn't mean what I said in court. Um, and then I, li- I actually like the bit where Kate's sort of saying, like, I've heard you tell that story so many times now that I actually think you're starting to believe it. So there's a bit of mystery and intrigue about all everything. Like, I like that. Uh, and then Kate invites Jack back over. Uh, ooh, going in the back door. And uh, Jack is, no, I don't want to. He's got to go back to the coffee. (laughs) Go, let's get some coffee instead. I'm going to go back to the hospital. And then Kate's all like, you know, oh, I understand why you don't want to see the baby, but until then there won't be any coffee. Uh, And then if you change your mind, you can come over to the back door whenever you like. (laughs) Not funny. Uh, And then Kate comes home. Uh, I love how this says on Lostpedia, arrives home and is greeted warmly by a nanny. Oh, the nanny's got a page. Let's have a look at the nanny. Who is she? Theory. Veronica is Aaron's <laughs> nanny, played by Tanya Kehali. Kehali? Um, and she doesn't have any theories. So there you go. Oh, she's in another episode, though. She's in a flash sideways timeline. She's uh, working at the admitting nurse at the Angel of Mercy Hospital 
And on 27th of September 2004, Veronica was once again involved with Kate and Aaron when she ushered Claire into the hospital for the pregnancy of Aaron, along with Claire's accompany Kate after the visit to Lindsay Bascom. Cool. Awesome. Anyway, so we meet Nanny. Um, <laughs> she, she remarks that Kate's baby missed her badly, but he's upstairs asleep. Kate's got a, quite a nice house. The Nanny? The Nanny. <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. Um, the Nanny. Kate's house is really nice. The Nanny Oz coming soon. Yeah, I think she's gotten some good uh, settlement money from Al Jazeera Airlines there. So uh, <laughs> Kate goes upstairs and we see a baby. It's an ugly baby, to be honest. Um, oh. <laughs> sorry, that is an ugly child. I'm just being honest. He's old now. He's not going to listen to this. No one does. Uh, and Kate hugs the baby. Baby says, hi, mummy. And she replies with, hi, Aaron. Da, 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 da. And that actually, for those who are dumb like me, that's meant to be Aaron as in Claire's Aaron. So, um, <laughs> just, just, to, not a tribute. just clarifying. Uh, so that is the last, is that the last of our Oceanic Six or we haven't met Sun yet, have we? Spoiler alert. No. <laughs> if you didn't know who the other one was. But, like, that's a bit of a cock tease, isn't it? That the Oceanic Six is kind of five plus baby. So, I guess baby is a person. But, um, yeah. Uh, again, I was dumb. Didn't realise it at the time. But it's kind of a cool twist, I guess. Because it's kind of like, ooh, why does Kate have Aaron? What's happening here? Uh, so, yes, that's the flash forward. Yeah, it poses a lot of questions, and I think it's a good twist to a otherwise somewhat straightforward flash forward, which it's not a terrible flash forward, but um, so it's good resolution to what they've been hinting at, and it makes you do think like, well, what the hell's happened to Claire? And why does Jack not want to see the baby, <clears throat> especially as Jack's related to him? Um so I like that, and I, I do like the Jack and Kate scene. Uh, clearly, it's early on in the timeline, and uh, it's interesting to see that Jack is so... He wants Kate, but he's still... Kate's standing up against Jack, which is a bit different. Um, so there's some good stuff there. Um, the kid that plays Aaron... Uh, believe it or not, is actually the same baby that played Aaron. Oh, wow. So there there you go for continuity. That's cool. Uh, And it says on his page, he first portrayed baby Aaron in season two when he was six months old. He got the part of Aaron Littleton in season two because he gurgled well. (laughs) (laughs) Well. But isn't it amazing that throughout season two, three, four, five, they got the same damn kid? Wow, that's very rare for them to do that in shows. <laughs> Six months old through to... He was born in 2005. William Blanchett. Uh, and he gurgled well. Yeah. How old would he be now? He's 14? 14 now, and according to IMDb, he's only ever been in Lost. So, But he, he's still gurgling He well. is. He gurgles bloody well. Cool. All right. There you go. Uh, that's the episode. No, it's not really. Um, We've got more to talk about, don't we? So, uh, do we want to do the barracks part next? Sure, why not? Um, so, Locke, here we go, finally, uh, gets up and makes some eggs and slices some fruit and gets a book. Locke's just making his... This is just what I imagine Locke doing at home. <laughs> like, just, you know, this is all Sunday morning for Locke. Um Bless Locke's cotton little socks, old gummy Joe. Um, this is Sunday morning for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what a book is. So, 
Uh, he <laughs> gets his breakfast and goes down to Ben. Uh, and I do, I love, uh, what is... Through the secret door. Through the secret door. What does, what does Ben say? Like, <laughs> I've already read this. Uh, <laughs> um, ben is great. And then, you know, Locke saying that the last two eggs, basically, in the house. Um, and yeah, Ben... Don't you love uh, Locke's meta... Or you might catch something you missed the first time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're referencing the show. Oh, good. So good. Um, but I love, like, Ben kind of, you know, just, just playing with John here and basically, you know, say, like, you don't know what to do next, do you? Um, and then, you know, you failed to find the cabin. Uh, now you're more lost than you ever uh, were. Or whatever it is. Like, ooh, spoiler. Ben mind game. Uh, so great. But I, I li- actually really like the way... That um, sort of Locke is just trying to remain so calm here. Uh, <laughs> and you're not obviously going to see it in just a few moments that he's not really doing it that. Um, and, and Locke even says that, like, I know what you're trying to do. Takes the breakfast. Poor old Ben doesn't get to eat his <laughs> eggs. Um, Last two eggs as well. I know. And Locke does a lock. He throws a tray against the wall. <laughs> it's not the first time we've seen this. Old Gummy Joe temper tantrum. Uh, classic Locke. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but I love I love Ben. Little smirk for Ben. Um, great. It's very season two vibes here. Oh, and you know what's going to be even better right now? Claire's here with Kate. They're enjoying a nice old coffee. <laughs> I have to say, like as annoying as Claire is, just seeing them sit at that barracks and s- settling down with a cup of coffee and. It seemed peaceful. But then I, I wanted to be there. I love how Sawyer shows up and then Kate's like, I'll go make you a cup then, will I? <laughs> <laughs> make you a cup of coffee. Make your own bloody cup, like lazy Sawyer. <laughs> oh, she's just being, it's that uh, Australian hospitality. <laughs> Come on now, Australian hospitality is, uh, you know where the kitchen is. <laughs> <laughs> Make fix yourself, Capricorn. Alright, what do I offer you when you come to my house? Cheese and relish or something? Cheese. <laughs> hey, you guys should go to my house right now, it's all you gotta get. We're on keto diet. That's all we bloody eat anyway, so cheese. Mm. <laughs> you like oh, that. Oh, you can't get good cheese in Korea, so I'm there. You like that cheese and relish sandwich. Oh, I miss it every day. <laughs> I do. I haven't had bread in nine weeks. Um <laughs> Actually, we went, relish in 12. we went to a market the other day and they had like a local uh, cheese store where you can eat all like little tasty bits of cheese. We spent like $20 on all this cheese. Oh, so fucking good. Great cheese. Um, Kate, Sawyer, have a chat. Sawyer says you should move in with me. Kate says no. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't trust him. Poor Sawyer. Um, Kate goes to Locke's house and wants to speak to Miles. Uh, I do love, like, Locke's attempted dictatorship here, uh, <laughs> where basically Locke's just like, no. <laughs> and uh, What's he say, like, dinner's at six? Yeah, he's like, basically like, oh, you may think it's a democracy because that's how Jack ran it, but no. And then it, it, she says, like, oh, it's like a dictatorship. And he's just like, yeah, dinner's at six. <laughs> um, do they have clocks? I don't know. They must. I mean, they have books. Uh, <laughs> I want to join the camp, like... Claire's making coffee. There's 
big dinners going on at six? Is there going to be a sing song? I, I think like if I was in movie, if I was in their position, I would have gone with Locke because at the end of the day, I'm, <laughs> I'm a pessimist, nice. and it's probably just going to be like, oh my god, there's a helicopter, and if there's some doubt, and we're like. Okay, yeah, there are people dying on this island every five seconds. There's a polar bear. I'm going with the idea that probably not going to get rescued. I'm going to the barracks. Um, they've got movie. They do. I mean, they've got what you need. It's an island getaway. You know, people, that's nice. People do a lot, pay a lot of money for. That. That's why Rose and Bernard stay there. Remember them? Um, <laughs> I love Kate approaching Hurley. Great old uh, <laughs> Hurley moment with the Scooby Doo moment. It's like you take that to Miles, aren't you? It's like, yeah. Oh, I'll take it to him. Block asked me to. He's still in the rec room, right? No, he's in the boathouse. <laughs> you totally just Scooby Doo me, didn't you? <laughs> oh, Hurley's been getting a lot of that this season. Imagine Hurley being asked as a character witness for Kate, like up on the stairs. <laughs> we, we we there's more than totally six of us. <laughs> Um, so she ends up going to see Miles in the boathouse and, uh, she's like, you know who I am? Uh, yes, you're Batman. Uh, I don't know why I thought of that. (laughs) Haha, lol, backdoor. Um, Miles won't answer the question until she does a favor for him. (laughs) That could be taken in many ways. Um, and Kate finds out that the favour that he wants is that he wants to see... Have one minute with Ben. See? Everyone wants a minute with Ben. Yeah, right, right. Thank you. No, that, right. That's all that we'll, we'll need. I can, I can do it twice then. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> ooh, plot twist. Um, Aaron uh, is crying next and Claire says to Kate, Can, you get, can you get Aaron? It's not how she really says it, but let's be honest, we're all thinking that. Um, I love that says here on Lost Media. Kate, embarrassed, says she's not very... She's not embarrassed, she's just, like, scared. Like, oh, I'm embarrassed, you want me to look after a baby? <laughs> embarrassed is not the word I would use. Uh, hang on, it gets better. Claire giggles and picks up Aaron. <laughs> I'm Claire giggling. Um, They're doing laundry. Didn't they just move in last night? Well, they've been on an island for like 90 days. I'm sure their clothes smell, so they've got a bit to bit to wash. Um, and then Claire says, oh, no, I'm sure you'll be fine with him. And um, Kate says... This is, you should try being a mother one day. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> it's Claire mildly flirting with Kate. I can get you pregnant. <laughs> Claire, that's not how it works. This it's island's magical. Um, and Kate says that she's a good mother, and Claire's like, I didn't think I'd be good as a mother. Ah. <laughs> well, let's face it, we've seen how this show ends. <laughs> My squirrel baby. I watched that again the other day. It's been a while since I've watched that. Um, Kate basically then goes to Hurley's house. What are they? Oh, they're listening to Xanadu or watching Xanadu or something? Is this, is this now or is that later? Picking between Xanadu or Satan's do. <laughs> I just uh, love Hurley. And I looked it up, and apparently it doesn't seem like, unfortunately, Satan's Doom is a real film. Oh, I'm very upset about that. Satan's Doom is the uh, the alternative title to Xanadu, I believe. Um, <laughs> so um, Hurley basically goes away. Poor Hurley. Just go away. Mummy and Daddy need to talk. Uh, Sawyer <laughs> and Kate have a conversation. Um... They liked box wine. Is this such a like an odd thing for Americans? Do they come to Australia? Like that's what we live on. It's goon. Come on now, everyone. Everyone loves a good goon. Uh, Kate wants Sawyer to help break out Ben, 
Uh, and then uh, I, I do like the way this all goes down, though, because I like kind of like Sawyer showing up to Locke and then basically be like, Kate just came to me and said he wants to break out Ben. So, like, it's kind of, it's a cool little way of, you know, tricking the audience into thinking that Sawyer is on Team Locke, but he's actually doing this, obviously, to help Kate out. So, it's... it's Blindsided Locke. Blindsided Locke, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I love how, like, Sawyer goes there and is basically like, want to play a game of backgammon? <laughs> <laughs> we know Locke, Locke loves backgammon. He does. Black and white. Um, <laughs> so then uh, Sawyer tells Locke, that Kate's trying to do that. They go to the boathouse and plot twist. Miles is gone. And yes, uh, Locke's been blindsided. Kate has taken Miles and has brought him to Ben. And then we get a great scene. Miles asking Ben if he knows who he is and knows who Miles works for. Ben says yes. And then Miles says, I want $3.2 million. <laughs> uh, and I love, love, love Ben's response. And it's like, that's very yeah. precise. Why not 3.3? Why not 3.4? <laughs> so good. Um, and then I also love Ben's reaction when he's kind of like, oh, you've got like a day to get it to me. And Ben's just like, judging on my current situation, uh, could you give me a little <laughs> bit more time? Ben is just amazing in his crisis. Like this, oh, so Ben yeah. would win Survivor. Like he just would cool hand, ben. win it in five seconds. So good. Um, so Kate um, then tells Ben, uh, Miles leave. Ben has agreed, and then Kate pins Miles against the wall, and Ben Miles gets a bit excited, <laughs> mildly flirting, um, and then basically demands Miles to say, "Do you know who I am?" And Miles knows exactly who she is, and says, "If I was you, I would stay on the island." Uh, and I love how like he kind of says a full name and all that sort of stuff too. And then Locke and Sawyer show up, and uh, Locke basically tells Kate to go back home. So. <laughs> Go home, Kate. Um, I love how Kate's just calmly listening to music and Clara rises. Hi, Claire, how are you? Um, Locke shows up and then Locke banishes Kate. <laughs> what are you, what's your take on old Gummy Joe in this episode? He's the, he's the calm dictator. Like, basically, no, you can't yeah. see Miles and you're banished. Like, do we like this? If this is... Survivor, he's the one who thinks he's the leader, but he's making all the wrong moves. Uh, Locke is not in control. As much as he thinks he is, he's really not. Um, But, yeah, I I don't know about banishing someone. I mean, he's known her for how long, and suddenly... That's that's not helping his cause here. He is a dictator. Do you ever think Hitler tried to banish people? Uh, let's not get into that. It's a detailed, uh, tragic history. Um, well, allegedly, um, depends on what you believe. And if you believe the what? other side of things, you're an idiot. So no, not allegedly. Well, that's why I'm trying to say that those people are idiots, Noah. Not allegedly, just fact. <laughs> Factly. Um, I don't know why I'm trying to basically... You know, <laughs> appease to the Holocaust no, denial. I will not stand for that. Ben Waterworth, rest in peace, Charles Manson, and <laughs> you're doing well this week, Ben. Um, not allegedly. Not allegedly. Not. If you think that didn't happen, then please tune out. You're an idiot. Our, you're an idiot. Our Meanwhile, um, speaking of idiots, um, Sawyer and Kate have sex again. I, lo- I love how every single time <laughs> they have sex, you and I say, oh, this is the last time they have sex. It's the last time they have sex. Is this the last time they have sex? 
Well, she goes all 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 Jack from now on, so I think so. Okay. Uh, it's not as memorable as the bear cage. No, it's just bed sex. I mean, come on. Wow. Boring. Bed sex. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Um, <laughs> Miles is back in the boathouse. I love badass Locke here. Uh, Locke just basically comes in and saying, like, you know, oh, I'm I'm responsible for the well-being of this island. Instead of bringing him back, he's got a grenade and just shoves it in Miles' mouth. <laughs> he's got power, man. Bite down, bite down on it. Uh, but it's like, you can't talk now. Um, and this is your punishment for breaking the rules. What does he say? Like, one thing I learned about creating rules is, you know, they don't people don't follow them if there isn't a punishment for it. And then he just walks out and leaves him with a grenade. <laughs> like, this is that's the last we see for a couple of weeks. Re- remember um, back in our Double Oz 7 days when I we talked about how I hated biting metal? Like, it just, oh, like, <laughs> I think we even called the episode something like about biting metal or something like that. I would be dead in three seconds if somebody put a grenade. <laughs> what if Miles just dropped it then and there and blew him and lock up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, but, like, do you like Power Trip and Lock here? I, I feel like he's... It's it's power tripping lock, but it's more based on him having his temper tantrum. It's more like a uh, small small dick lock who's got something to prove or something uh, like. Let's face it, lock has a small dick, and he's got a lot to prove. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Terry O'Quinn. <laughs> well, I didn't say Terry O'Quinn. I said <laughs> I said lock. I'm sure Terry O'Quinn uh, has a quite decent length size. Manhood penis. Allegedly. 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 He has quite a decent piece of meat between his legs. Dangling little lock. Uh, yeah, so I feel like he feels like he has a lot to prove, but he's going about it the wrong way. Old Gummy Joe Jr. <laughs> uh, OGJ Jr. No? I don't know. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sad now. Every time I see Locke, I'm going to think of his little penis. That's not good. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Kate... I don't, I don't understand this sequence. Kate wakes up and is basically all macking it on with Sawyer. And then, like, two seconds later, she's like, Oh, don't. Like... <laughs> I mean, I do understand that. I could comment on something, but I'm not going to. Because I'm not a person who does that, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but... Then, although, did they not have sex last night? Because... Well, doesn't, they, doesn't they he slept s- overnight together, so. But, like, doesn't she say... Or doesn't Sawyer say, like, I understand why you didn't want to do it last night or something, or... <laughs> what? Well, I don't know. He says something Does like he? that. <laughs> Maybe? I don't remember. I don't know. Bit of, bit of falling around. Bit of fingering. Um, <laughs> he that's a throwback to another joke, people. Ha 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 ha. Um, they get into a fight. He she says that she's not pregnant. Sawyer gets excited for the fact that she's not. Um, and then basically, I I do love the line when Sawyer's like, you know, um, that you'll just go running back to Jack when uh, back to me when you're mad at Jack again or whatever it is. And then Kate slaps Sawyer and then leaves. Um, what did, doesn't she say? Like, would it really have been so bad if if I was? It's like, yes, 
<laughs> They're stuck on an island. Uh, Pregnant women die. Yes, exactly. Um, are you so your team Sawyer here? Uh, yeah, definitely in this case. <laughs> You're never team Kate. Let's be honest. Well, is there any moment you appreciate and like Kate? I've said in the past I'm a middle on Kate. I don't dislike Kate. You just... She just is uh, allegedly <laughs> annoying at many times. Don't like her episodes, apparently. Um, that's basically all the, stuff, the, all the stuff in the barracks. Do you want to say anything else? No, I think we've covered it. All right, so let's go back to the beach. Um, and we get a nice little scene between Jin and Sun trying to work out where they want to live. Finally, they're in the show. Uh, yes, exactly. I like Jin, and he's kind of like Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> like the way he's trying to say it. Uh, and then Sun wants to raise the baby in Korea. Uh, and then I love how she... What does she say? Like, I want to raise my baby at home. And Jin's like, it's our baby. Um, so, ooh, She's got a point. True. Exactly. Sun, think about it. I love Jin in this episode. I love Jin in general. Jin's great. Uh, so Jack, Daniel, Charlotte and Juliet all return uh, Jack tells everybody that Said and Desmond have gone in a helicopter so they can get off the island. And then Sun's all like, where's Kate? He's like, she stayed with Locke. <gasps> um, so Daniel's been weird. Um, Juliet uh, talks to Jack about, you know, should we try another number on the phone? I love how Juliet's like, should we call 911? Um, <laughs> like in the South Pacific. Yes, let's call 911. Uh Juliet's not really one that makes jokes, Joel. <laughs> I know, right? And when she does, they fall like that. <laughs> <laughs> they fall flat. <laughs> ha, 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 Juliet. This is serious. Um, Jack can't get in contact with the freighter. Uh, and then Sun is wondering if Locke was right. Uh, and then Jack says he has no idea what he was doing. And I love little Sun's reply. Then why is Kate with him? Like, Mike dropped his son moment. <laughs> Sassy son. Sassy son. Um, I love then, so Daniel and Charlotte are playing a memory game, and then uh, our hero comes in uh, and gets a little bit angry. <laughs> Where's the boat? Why aren't we being rescued? Uh, and then we find out that there's another number that they can call, an emergency number, but it only can be used in extreme cases. Uh, and then Juliet basically oh, it is an emergency. Uh, and then, so she dials the emergency number, and then we meet Regina on the phone. Good old Regina. We'll see Regina. She, she's uh winner of Big Brother? No? Different Regina? Well, Grant Bowler is on the show. <gasps> Grant Bowler! Um, that was the mole, so, though. But, oh, how, how many episodes are we away from Grant Bowler, by the way? I feel like maybe he popped up in episode six. Your favourite. Seven episode. of the latest. The other woman. <laughs> um, so they they ask Regina where are they uh, have they arrived and then we find out plot twist she doesn't know what she's talking about because she thought that the helicopter was still on the island plot twist so what's happening where are they the Aaron plot twist was better <laughs> is it though of course we know that they're going to be fine like do we, though? Well, we'll find out next week. We will. So that is Eggtown. Um, anything you want to talk about in the back door right now? Uh, Allegedly? No, I mean, 
the main stuff was the barracks. So, um, but it's nice to have something gym back. That won't last for long until episode seven. But um, no, this is pure pure setup for next week. Which is a shit episode next week, so I don't know why we need to worry about next. We'll just skip next week. Um, so I guess other things that we can just mention here: uh, trivia. Um, Sean Doyle. Um, who is who is Sean Doyle? Sean Doyle is uh, who played Duncan Forrester in Eggtown. Who's Duncan Forrester? <laughs> the lawyer. Oh, the lawyer. Oh, of course he is. Um, he's Canadian. He's from Wabush in Newfoundland in Canada. Uh, he's a newfie. Oh, wait, not allowed to say that. Sorry. Um, he previously worked with Elizabeth Mitchell in the film Frequency. The film involved time travel where Doyle's character, a serial killer named Jack Shepard, is prevented <laughs> from killing oh. Mitchell's character. Wow. What is this film? Jesus. Let's watch that one. Frequency. Day 94. It's Christmas Eve. Jack Shepard. Yeah, Jack Shepard. Um... Mm. This is one of three episodes that begins with a shot of the eye of a character who is not a centric character. Okay. Exodus Part 1 and Ab Aterno Ab- At- At- is the other one. The bottom of the Dharma mug Kate is drinking from has the brand name and the words Made in China. Okay. Um... As Kate is entering the courtroom, a bearded man, who apparently has a page, yells at her. When the audio is reversed, it sounds like he says, we hate you. Um, <laughs> he was just a lost fan. Bearded man is played by uh, Unknown. Um, <laughs> what? That's it. Here's a theory. <laughs> Unanswered questions. Who is the bearded man? Why is he angry at Kate? What is the significance of him talking in reverse? <laughs> Theories. The bearded man hates Kate because he's one of the minority of people who believe, correctly, that the Oceanic Six are being dishonest about something. Um, the bearded man could be a family or friend of Kate's biological father, Wayne Jansen. That doesn't explain why he speaks in reverse, but it could be just the producers playing with us. And the last one, he's Jerry, 30 years in the future. Who's Jerry? Oh, Jerry's a security guard? From what? the Dharma Initiative. <laughs> <laughs> He's Jerry. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I thought Lostpedia had let us down this episode, but no. This is the first episode in which Jin has any dialogue this season. Uh, this is the first episode of season four, which is rated TV 14, likely due to not only Locke's punishment with Miles, but also the issues between Sawyer and Kate involving pregnancy and their intimacy. <laughs> Um, Got it. Thirteen-year-olds tuned out. First episode is one of us on television. Naomi peacocks are heard as Kate approaches the boathouse where Miles is incarcerated. <laughs> peacocks have never been seen or heard during the series so far. Okay. <laughs> is there a page for peacocks? <laughs> There's not, sadly. Um, Kate is officially confirmed as a member of the Oceanic Six. Aaron will not be confirmed as a member until the season finale. Okay. Uh, production notes, bloopers and continuity errors. Uh, so, eh. Sawyer sets up the game of backgammon incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Might not be a blooper. It could not be. Um, Kate's handgun would not have defeated the padlock. 
Oh, that's right. She shot the oh, lock off the door. That was kind of dumb. Yeah. They were in like an isolated hallway. Yep. Uh, all right. Cool. Awesome. Uh, questions and answers. What was my question? Does Kate... How does Kate get off on Al Jazeera Airlines? Um, no, we can't really ask that, can we? Because that's like foreshadowing <laughs> something that we haven't seen yet. Uh, how how did Kate end up with Aaron? How did Kate end up with Aaron? Anything else? Why? When does Jack grow a beard? <laughs> um, cool. That's it. Where's the helicopter? Even though we're going to find out next week. <laughs> uh, are we buying, bidding, renting? Um, Don't bid it. Stop. <laughs> it's I'm not that it. bad. <laughs> I've binned every Kate episode except for her first one. Um, Don't do it. <laughs> No. So it's very tempting. There are some issues with this episode. Um, so in line. No. <laughs> no, I'm going to rent it. Oh, I'll thank, rent it. Thank the maker. It, it, I'm, I fully went in expecting to bin. Like when I thought about season four, there's no way I wasn't binning this one. But there's enough in there. It's still not a good episode of Lost. There's a lot of issues, but I like the court stuff. And. There's some fine stuff going on here, but overall, this is not a memorable web. It's a it's a low low rent. Uh, congratulations, you officially have uh, given us our five hundredth rent. Well done, Noah. You're really <laughs> proud. Oh, I feel so honoured. <laughs> Put it on your resume. Um, I'm <laughs> renting it as well. I think I told you that at the beginning of the episode. So <laughs> I yeah, I agree with what you said. I mean, it's decent. I think it's better than maybe what you think it is but it's not that great either uh i have it ranked on the grand scheme of things at number 45 so that's where it is it is sandwich house of the rising sun is above it and one of them is below it mm. Mm. yeah yeah okay <laughs> next week uh i don't really want to talk about it. it's a terrible episode it's so overrated um Maybe one of the greatest episodes in the history of television. It is called The Constant, a little episode which uh, was voted as the number one episode of the last decade. Um, oh, no, the, the century, I believe, actually. Um, really? By, uh, oh, with some, like the New York Times or one the of these. The Lost Fans. The Lost Fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was actually by, like, the New York Times or, you know, one of these. You know, proper, <laughs> proper publications. So, um, yes, a very highly regarded episode of Lost, probably in most people's eyes, the greatest episode. Um, will it make my greatest list? I don't know. Probably not. Um, but the constant now grows. We're here. This is this is is this peak Lost? Is constant peak Lost? Yeah, unfortunately, between this and through the Looking Glass, we have peaked. Um, but there's plenty, there's plenty of good stuff to come in the next three seasons. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what can you say about this? Uh, we'll get into it, but everyone knows this episode, and it'll just be interesting to see our take on it, where it will land for us. Is it our favourite episode? Because it is widely considered, along with Through the Looking Glass, to be the greatest episode of Lost. But uh, there, uh, there's so many good things with The Constant. 
I cried. I'm going to say, I always cry at the end. I cry every time. Always cry at the end. Um, and this is an episode where you constantly wonder why on earth a person maybe doesn't win a, an Emmy or a Golden Globe or something like that. So, uh, Henry Ian Cusack robbed. Just saying it right now. I don't think he was nominated. Oh, I thought you were talking about the drill sergeant. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, or, and we met Kimi for the first time. I like Kimi. Kimi's, Love Kimi. Kimi's great. Um, we get a bit more Lapitas as well. It's always good. Um, and we get a bit more Widmore. Actually, that Lost podcast that I was telling you about, um, they, they interviewed Alan Dale. So, you know, good to see that he answers other podcasts. Um, well, he does everything. <laughs> just not the Oz Network. So that's next week. The Constant. Um, apologies to anyone who was offended by the backdoor jokes, allegedly. Anything else. Um just you're back you're back with us and we appreciate you still. you're apologizing for the back door but not the the holocaust denial no, well, that's the what i meant the allegedly i mean i apologize for the allegedly thing i didn't i didn't say i believed it i said that <laughs> i i said there are people out there who allegedly be- who believe in it and then i said that is they're not what you said. no i said i said i said <laughs> i started off with the thing that i said allegedly and then i said that those people who believe that are idiots. I said that the long and detailed and tragic history, and you said allegedly. No, I, then I corrected myself straight away because you were like, ah. And then I said, like, but no, I don't believe that. Those people who believe that are idiots. And then you said that if you are listening to this show and you're one of those people, then don't. And so I, I don't believe that it. I believe it. It happened. I don't. I shouldn't even have to say I believe it or I didn't believe. This is one of those things where you don't have to say like, do you believe in the death penalty or don't you? Like, that's a debate. This is not a debate. It's not. Do you believe the Holocaust happened or not? Like, that's not a question. It happened. Okay. Ben's turning into to lock throwing the eggs now. <laughs> yes, uh, I am. I just want to put two things out there. Uh, it's a fact. It's tragic. It is. And it is. And two, you'd think that we could edit these episodes. <laughs> I actually have written down on a piece of paper in front of me the time set when that thing was said so I could edit it out so we never have to talk about it again. And then you brought it up at the end. So now you I have to leave it in. this out. I could, but that's more work that I have to do. Um, <laughs> I'm going to edit point. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to the Lost Podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. All right. Um, the Holocaust happened. Deal with it. So, um, <laughs> don't, don't deal with it. <laughs> I mean, like, de- like it, it happened. And don't like idiots who believe it didn't happen are idiots. Deal with it that it happened. Right. Stop making up shit that it didn't happen because it's terrible and it shouldn't have happened because it was wrong. And people who think it didn't happen are Fruit Loops and should go live in a bowl of cereal with other Fruit Loops. Simple. Next week, tune in to hear about the best episode of Lost and also how Ben thinks the Earth is flat. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. God damn it. All right, um, messages <laughs> in. Tell us why you wish that we were just back to posting weekly pictures of Ian Summerholder going, oh, boo, Lost isn't on this week. Ah! Um... There's a reason why we shouldn't be on air. Um, but thank you for tuning in, Chris Dixon. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
Appreciate you, Chris. I can't even say Catherine anymore. She's listening there forever. Um, who else used to listen to the show? Bryn Groves. Um, yep. I don't, what was that other guy that listened all the time? Chris Berger. Oh, I remember Chris Berger. <laughs> what a mighty fine man he was. Um, and like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe, all the relevant channels. Yep. Great. Uh, my name is Ben, and I'm allegedly going to go use the back door. My name is Nora, and I'm sorry. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.